I'm Tina Louise Van Ochten-Desern, and this is A Few Minutes with a Piano Instructor. Today's episode is How Your Piano Works, How Sound Travels, and Who Cares. Welcome to my episode. This is the first and hopefully will be a long series on how the piano works, how you can learn how to play the piano, all the little ins and outs that you wouldn't necessarily get online. These are the things that real teachers teach to their real students in real time for real performances, for real results. The very first episode is how your piano works and how sound travels. Now, most piano instructors don't know the process by which sound travels via the piano, and yet they still achieve amazing results via their students. Their students are still winning competitions. Their students are still going on to uh, earn record contracts. They're going on to create incredible music without this particular knowledge right now. However, the tide is changing. My degree, my master's degree is in teaching. This is what I do. I actually write curriculum. I write curriculum for anyone who asks me to write curriculum and I love it. And so I'm on the pulse of change. The change, the trend, the tendency right now is toward the marriage of technology and art. That's why it's important to know right now if you're beginning your studio, you're starting to build it, just learn this now so that you're ahead of the game and you can go ahead and continue to make that bank and just ride that wave. This is what I mean. When the hammer hits the strings, the strings vibrate. The vibration changes the air pressure around the strings. There's also a thing that goes with resonance, but we're not going to deal with that right now. Just hang tight with me. The hammer hits the strings. The strings vibrate. That vibration changes the air pressure around the strings. That change in air pressure is a result of compression and expansion and compression and expansion really fast in a certain way depending on the note. That expansion and, and compression and expansion rarefaction, we call it rarefaction actually. So compression and rarefaction, compression and rarefaction, that produces a wave. That wave, we call it a longitudinal wave. All sound waves are longitudinal waves. That sound wave, that longitudinal wave needs some sort of medium to travel. In this case, air is the medium. So the hammer hits the strings, the strings vibrate. The vibration changes the air pressure around the strings. That change in air pressure, the expansion and compression of the air creates a wave. That wave makes contact with the eardrum via air. That's how it gets there. When the eardrum vibrates, that vibration sends a message of a particular nerve. That nerve is called the vestibule cochlear nerve. It sends a message up the vestibule cochlear nerve 
to your brain. And the brain says, hey, I recognize that as a sound. You recognize it as music because you find it pleasurable or it reminds you of something. That's the process by which sound travels via your piano. That is a very important thing to know because the thing that initiates all of that is you. You start it all. So if you're coming to the piano in a bad mood, you're going to create vibrations in a particular way that may not be consistent with the way you intend it to play, but you don't understand why because you don't know that it's a chain reaction. You start the chain reaction. So when you understand the physics behind all of that, when you understand how it all works, then you can start going to the source of the issues. For example, when a student approaches the instructor just before a performance and says, I am freaking out. What am I going to do? I'm nervous. I feel anxious. I'm throwing up. And they are looking for a solution to stop all of that. A wise teacher knows that at this point, the train is out of the station. This all goes back to how the physics of it all works. You see, when you approach the piano, well, when you are nervous, there are certain things that happen with your parasympathetic nervous system, with your digestion, with hormone releases, that, and there are, there's a whole series, um, a sequence of events that occur, that occurs, that allows you to feel like you are either in fight, flight, or freeze, and that is spurring you. You need the techniques before the situation. The, the example that I tend to use for this is in martial arts. In martial arts, you practice your uppercut, you practice your blocks, you practice your katas, and you do it in a friendly environment with your teachers with for good guidance and in a situation where you feel completely safe. Because when you're walking to your car at 10 o'clock at night and the sun is down and no one's in the parking lot and someone tries to jump you, that's not the time to try to think of what you should do and where you should put your hands and how to use the energy that you have now. That's not the time. All of that should have happened way before. In this moment, you now can use it. And if you've practiced it, then you should use it automatically. It should just come to you. You should be able to have a whole set of tools in your mental toolbox to be able to pull out in case of an emergency in this case. Now, playing the piano, going in front of 400 people and playing for release is not exactly an emergency, but your body doesn't know that. So there are certain things that you can do beforehand so that when the student is like, I feel this way, they know what to do and what self-soothing manners to enact so that when they sit down at the piano to initiate a certain set of vibrations that are to be received by an audience, it comes out the way he intends it, even if he's feeling nervous because he knows how to compensate. That's the value of understanding the physics behind your art. That's the value. It isn't just so that you can tell 
prospective clients, hey, we do math and art and all goes together. Yes, but how? How does it all go together? This is how. Here's another thing. If you understand that sound needs a medium to travel, it's not a huge leap for you to understand that you are a medium for sound. Your bones, your hair, all of your cells in your body, the plants in your house when you're playing the piano, the pets who are listening to you, your neighbors, all of them are not just listening, they are a medium for that sound. They are absorbing those vibrations. That's why it feels so good when you play. Even if you're in a bad mood and you just literally just run your fingers up and down the piano, you feel good because you're literally creating vibrations from your piano and you're transmitting them all around your room. And then if you really want to go into the physics and we talk about um, uh, what actually happens on a cellular level, that's a whole other level. That's not for this podcast, for this particular episode. But you get it. This first episode is so important. This is the basis for my company, The Piano Instructor. Understanding that when the piano, when the hammer hits the strings, the strings vibrate, the vibration uh, creates a, a change in air pressure. That change in air pressure creates a longitudinal wave. That longitudinal wave makes contact with the eardrum. The eardrum vibrates. The eardrum vibrates, sends a message up the vestibular cochlear nerve. The vestibular cochlear nerve sends it up to the brain, and the brain says sound, and you recognize it as music. That is so important because the very first step in that process is the hammer hits the strings. Somebody has to hit, make the hammer hit the strings, and that's the pianist. And if you're doing it with more than one finger, and you're doing it with more than one hand, and you're involving the sustain pedal, and then you're trying to sing, or you're trying to emanate, or you're trying to emote. All of that goes together. All of that is physics, neuroscience, psychology, biology. All of it is working together. It's not just you sitting down and throwing out some notes. It's a very complicated process, and the best teachers make it seamless. I'm Tina Louise Van Aften-Desern. This was a few minutes with the piano instructor.